Okay, hello everybody. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Converse with Friends. And you know, it's me, Michael Shobuwale. And you know, in this podcast, we just talk, you know, talk to friends about different life scenarios, life, career, time management, finance, you know, and all those good stuff that will actually help help out in life. And uh, today I've got with me Sambo. And <laughs> we're going to talk about education with, with Sambo. So I think I should allow him to introduce himself as an as a education expert. <laughs> um, and I guess big, big background education-wise, um, my bachelor's degree is in um, economics. And I had like a... I studied in the U.S., so I had two minors in information systems and mathematics. Then I also have a master's degree in economics as well. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what um, Shobo has in terms of questions for this podcast. Um, I guess having two degrees is nothing out of the ordinary, but yeah, I guess I have some understanding of education and. Mm. We'll see. Yeah, excited to be here. Thanks for having me, Michael. Yeah, man, no problem. I, I, I definitely know that when you definitely took the education thing, if like some people say, on your head. <laughs> so, so, I mean, what can I say? I'm, I'm Nigerian. Like, <laughs> you have no option, man. Yeah, you have no option, man. You, you have to definitely, you have to definitely carry it on your head, man. So. <laughs> I mean, this episode is sort of a different episode because we are actually play. We are actually uh, doing this episode while playing FIFA. So you know, just to make it as casual as possible, to make it as natural and oh, flow, yeah. so as as good as possible. So I mean, it's testing it out and see how we how it goes. So maybe we should just start with the first question. What does so this is a this is a special episode. That's that's what that's what you're saying. I don't yes, think I, don't, I think they need to hear it exactly like that. <laughs> okay, so this is a special episode with Sambo. <laughs> And <laughs> yeah, I hope you all, you all hear that. It's a special episode, actually, because it's the beginning of a new season of of this right. uh, this podcast. So, <laughs> so maybe we should start with this uh, this question and just ask, like, what does what does education mean to you, or what does success in education mean to you? Mm, absolutely. I think education is just simply like the means of acquiring knowledge. Um, I know like recently, like when you ask most people, when you talk about education, the first thing they think about is school. But um, that would be, which is fair. Like, yeah, school is, you're, you're acquiring education at school. That's what schools are there for. But um, that's like the more, I guess, formal education. But if you think about it, like, you know, from beginning of time, there's always been some sort of education going on. Um, not necessarily like in a formal setting at a school. I mean, I guess at some point they had they had schools, obviously. Um, but yeah, there's always. I would just simply put it that a means of acquiring knowledge um, or passing down knowledge, hmm. um, either formal setting or informal setting. So what about the success part? Like, what when someone says I've succeeded in in education or in learning something? Like, what does that mean? What does that mean entirely? Oh, I I definitely missed the part where you said what does success in education mean. I just thought you said what does education mean to you. Uh, now that's that's fair. Like yeah, so success would be did, were you able to achieve the education you were seeking. Like if you're in a technical school, for example, trying to learn how to be how to weld things or how to be a plumber. Like can you successfully um, go to someone's house and serve as a plumber? If you're in a more, you know, like the traditional, I guess, more popular education now, like when you're 
you know, pursuing your degree, were you able to achieve your degree and be able to showcase the knowledge you claim that you acquired? Like, it's not just a matter of getting a certificate, but what does that certificate say about you? Um, can you prove that, like, yes, you deserve that certificate? I'll, so that would be that would be success, at least in my own definition. Um, but also, like, you know, like the same way I made the distinction between, you know, like uh, getting a degree and being like, you know, going for something more technical. Um, so it definitely varies. But I just use those two examples to sh- to like say what success would mean in either cases. But can we just go? Like go back like ten years and just try and go on your journey. Of how how have you been viewing education like recently, and how does that like how does that mean like maybe ten years ago? How did you view education, and what's your current view on education at this point? No, absolutely. That's that's a fair question. Like ten years ago, like for me, it's like yeah, I definitely need to go to university. You need to get this degree. Um, or, like that's the only one way. Like you know, if you if you know your end goal, if you know what you want to be in life. The, the, the one sure way of achieving that is, you know, by going to a university or like, you know, some advanced, some advanced education, right? In a formal setting. But my view right now is like, yeah, you don't necessarily have to do that. Like, if you see the way, like most things like career wise, like what people are gravitating towards is um, like, you know, computer science, like, like the more technical side of things. Um, in terms of like computer science, programming, data science, um, you know, those sort of things. There are so many people that have, you know, boycotted that, you know, that traditional method of education where you go to like, you know, with secondary school, high school, you go to university, you get your degree, um, you get your master's, you know, you have those, those different steps. But I've come to learn that you don't need to take all those steps. Like you can, you know, if you've heard of instances, or at least I can speak for myself, I've heard of instances where people just, you know, after, secondary school, they just went ahead and learned like how to program, how to do web design on their own, and they're making a career out of it. So I feel like that's how my view has changed. But in all situations, like I'll still consider, I'll still consider it education, you know, like I'm just, but that's not people's number one go-to. Like even if you're self-taught, like you're getting those resources from somewhere else, you're figuring it out on your own, you're acquiring knowledge, right? So um, if you take if you take two sticks, you know, if you take two sticks on your left hand, take three sticks on your right hand, and you're like, oh, how do I make this together? And you do two plus three, you're five. Nobody told you, but, you know, you use your common knowledge. <laughs> you, have, you know, you use some form of knowledge. That's, you know, that's still education. So even though if it's something that you self-taught and if you got it out yourself, that's still some sort of education. Well, do you remember how it was when, when you realized that getting that degree wasn't necessarily a, com- a qualification for any job. You, um, you I mean, not from personal experience, but, you know, like, I've, I've heard from, like, just, you know, friends, classmates, mm-hmm. where, yeah, they have, they have the degree in, uh, let me think of something. They, they have a degree in accounting, for example, but then if you put them at an accounting firm, they really don't know what they're doing, right? It's um, sometimes like, depending on where you acquire education from, most places don't do a good job of, I think they don't do a good job of like mimicking how things would be exactly in the real world. So everything seems very like academic, academic, right? I mean, which is fair, like that's what it should be, but they don't do a good 
way of like, you know, teaching you like, okay, in, in, in real world, how do you do this? For example, a good example is in Nigeria too, for example, like most people, you know, you go to universities in Nigeria, most universities, especially the public ones, they're all about theories, theories, but because um, like education in Nigeria is very, I, I don't say redundant, but it doesn't, it definitely doesn't keep to, to, to modern changes. So most people still learning the same thing their grandparents learned while they were in school. It's very theoretical. So yes, yeah, you know the theory, but then how can you put it to practice? And then that certificate, yeah, that certificate is lacking because exactly that's that. Uh huh. Go on. That's always been the like the main issue, like having yeah. to learn all those things, but no practical knowledge. Like these things are exactly. not you cannot use them industrially. Like nobody's going to employ you because you have a master's in so and so. Like, uh, yeah. can you code in Python or can you actually like? check data can you actually do something like something that is going to yeah. bring business value is that what you can do you know yeah that's exactly and, and just going off that like you see situations where you learn something one way right you you're, you're giving like a you know very specific scenario like or you've dealt with certain side of, side of scenarios right and then something else changes not the usual scenario you're, you're working with so how can you adapt to what you've learned to, you know, to, to find a solution to this new scenario that you've never encountered. So at that point then, yeah, you just have a certificate, but it doesn't really, really mean much. And that's why if you see like um, when, you know, most job applications, yes, they see you have a degree in say web design, right? But then, you know, on your resume or your CV, they see you have a degree in web design, but is that good enough to get to your job? Yeah, maybe it is, but most places will like to ask you for a portfolio, right? They like to say, okay, show us previous stuff you've done. Um, okay, yeah, now we see the previous thing you've done, or we have this assessment for you to take, so that, yeah, we see what we, I mean, it's, not, it's almost like, they're not saying you're lying, but also you, you got to prove it. Like, so you say you can do this, but you got to prove it. So that's why they give you assessment. All right, yes, we've designed this assessment because we feel like whoever's going to take this role should be able to carry out this um you should be able to, you know, pass the assessment because then that, then we know that you'll be successful in the show. So, yeah, so it's nice to have certificates, but at the same time, it's, you know, like, can you really defend what that certificate is about? And even for me, from personal experience, I feel like that's something I could have done more of. Like, I have so many, I have so many things on my resume, but like, quiz me on a random day. Can I, <laughs> will I be able to successfully defend what I'm saying? We'll see. It depends, it depends on what you ask. But, <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, someone someone said that like the purpose of like the reason why you're going to school is not actually to get that certificate, but it's actually to gain like knowledge, to be able to use in mm -hmm. the real world. You know, what do you have to say about that? Do you? Like, I mean, I agree. I mean, I would say yes. That should be the number one reason. So it could be also a situation where now let's go back to. You know, the, an example I gave about like someone teaching themselves how to web design, right? Yes, you have a portfolio. I mean, I guess things have changed recently, right? But in the past, I'll say like 10 years ago, most companies won't hire someone that is self-taught, right? They won't hire someone without a four-year um, university college degree, right? But now like things have slowly evolved that you see places like I don't want to, but like big tech, like there's some big tech, tech firms that will hire somebody 
that yes, you didn't have a four-year degree, but you, we know you can do what we need you to do. So come on, you know, come join us. Um, so in that case, right? So now going back ten years ago, someone that can do the, you know, they can do all like the web design, whatever it is, like they can do the job, right? But they don't have a college degree. Then them going to, to school is not necessarily to acquire the knowledge, but just to get that certificate, just so that you know when they go for interviews or when they're trying to get their own personal maybe not zero, but you don't have good enough to like you know be be comfortable going into industry, going to academia to you know practice what you're passionate about or what you're trying to acquire the knowledge of. Well, there was something you mentioned in one of our previous discussions that we have had, you know. Hey, are you going to talk about previous discussions? <laughs> there was something you mentioned about, <laughs> about how, like, in school, like, you were sort of forced to make a decision on what you wanted to do with your life at a very young age. Oh, yeah. Man, that's, that's, that's crazy, right? Like, think about it, man. Like, <laughs> um... It's the way it's structured is like, yeah, secondary school in Nigeria by SS1, if you go to like the Nigerian secondary school, it doesn't necessarily apply to those that like went to British or like American schools. But yeah. For those of us that went to like Nigerian secondary school, think mm. about it by just a three, what, how old were we? 13? Yeah, 13, 14. The, the, ones that, <laughs> the ones that do 45 ages. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so like... <laughs> Like at thirteen, you you know you 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 faced with that decision. Like, okay, what do I want to do? Science, art. Mm. Uh, what's the other thing? Science, art, social science. Yeah, science, art, social uh, science. You're right. So you're being faced with that decision, and I feel like most people you're not equipped to know exactly what you want to do. Because mm. yes, I, I guess the main idea is by you know the end of junior secondary school, you have you've taught like on everything, right? You did like into science, you did like intro tech, so if you want to go like. Into architecture, you've had some design experience. If you want to go into social science, you've, you know, you took social studies. Yes, all of that, but you're pretty much deciding the part of your career at 13 years old. Because think about it, for someone that thought like, oh, maybe I want to be a lawyer, so I'm going to go the arts route, right? And then later on, I'm like, eh, this is too much reading. It's too much argument. It's a lot of, you know, legal things that I have to deal with. You know, but I said, they're thinking like, nah, this is not for me. Like, I think I really want to pursue medicine, right? How do you make that switch? It's, it's almost like, man, you have to, you have to, especially how do you make that switch trying to go into a Nigerian university? Nah, it's almost, it's very unheard of that you want, like you, you progress without having to go back to like SS1, or, you know, go back to SS1, get those foundational um, things that you missed, right? Or... I guess if you're, I guess for those that are like super brilliant, like you can go study what you need to do then, but you have to retake exams. So let's say it's after SS3, you have to go retake those um, secondary school senior senior exams to get in, to get admission. Because nobody, nobody by, you know, like justified means, right, will admit you like into a Nigerian school, you coming off like, you know, being an athlete to like school of medicine. So... I believe my point with that is, you know, especially from the last discussion, it's like the, yeah, they're making you make like such a, an important decision at such an early age, one. And it's very rigorous, like you can't, you can't be flexible. So, and that's why it's like, it's very different from like American, like, you know, going to college and 
in the US, like or most other places. Yes, you can add students, but hey, what do you need to do? Like they'll make you even if you come without with like as long as you've been admitted, you can switch at any time, right? Yes, that would mean you know, we're taking some classes that you probably didn't take it before, but it's not like so rigid, like you have to go do everything again. Maybe they'll put you like, you know, maybe in your second year, they put you like, you know, it's not like they're making you repeat, like go back to first year, but they say, hey, just, you need to take uh, just a couple more classes, right? So that way you're not slowing down the time you need to be in school. You might be doing extra work, right? Um, but, but yeah, it's just a lot more flexible to be able to pursue something that you realize, oh, I want to do this. And I feel like that's how it should be in life. Like if today I feel like, uh, I don't, I don't want to do, and I guess I've seen like, I know people that have made switch, switches, right? Like I, I know someone that, you know, they've been an engineer all their life and they're like, nah, I don't want to be engineering. I want to go into nursing. What do I need to do? Right. They just went back to school for two years and they're a nurse. Like, and the only reason they went back to school is just to take those nursing classes, right? Like related classes from the engineering degree. So yeah. counted. And you no, know, just to like add to that, there's some like, Many of us as Nigerians, we basically went to school trying to you know, please our parents and trying to uh, do this, get this career or get school done with for our parents. Mm-hmm. So, but as we go and we grow like older, like we realize that now nah, this is, I have to actually like do something for myself. You know, I'm, I'm doing, right. I'm with the engineering journey, but I don't like it. I'm failing at it. Like I could just easily, although it's not easy because, you know, uh, you have you have been in engineering for so long, maybe five years, mm-hmm. and then to switch the switch is always difficult, you know. But just to like move on and go along a different, you know, discussion. I mean, school wasn't all that bad, right? Like, what did you actually enjoy most about school? Like, when I say school, I mean, you know, from high school, university, like in, entirely. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I think for me, it was yes, uh, dedication was great. Also, it's just like the social aspect that often gets neglected. Um, like, like most of my, most of my best friends, like they all came from secondary school. Like, I'm on this podcast because I know you from secondary school. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's just like I, I just made like I feel like I'll call like I've made like my day one homies definitely from secondary school. Um, so it's just like uh, definitely like good experience. And just the, especially going to like a boarding school, it's just like the things we went through, the pleasant and unpleasant things, it's like bonded us for life. In in college, it's more of, yes, like, yes, the education was great, but also like the exposure to like, you know, through like internships, um, you know, meeting people in the career path I was considering, you know, learning from the experience. Like that's very, I guess, underrated. So... I think for me, like, those definitely, like, were my highlights of it, my, like, highlights of my education. It's just, like, the whole experience was, was mostly good. It wasn't all, you know, it wasn't all, I guess, roses, but roses have stones. So, <laughs> so you really, really enjoyed the, like, the networking part of, of uh, school. Like, it gave you access to meet people that mm-hmm. were going your direction, you know, like, in the same way. Right. So even, even not necessarily just people that, um, like were in school with me, like, you know, oftentimes, like, you know how they will have, you know, students that graduated from, from the school come talk to you. Yeah. Um, alumni. Networking with, yeah. Networking with alumni, networking with, um, just like, you know, that environment definitely provides that, you know, and also it just, 
another thing like why I guess school is the way it is it's not just all about like yeah like you know most people they can go ahead and and hire their own professors and do you know if you have the money of course you can you can go hire <laughs> professors that will personally teach you what you need to know and you be on your own path like you know you have you're all set up for the job but the one part that is being that is missing is like you know seeing what other people think about different subject matters like learning from others because school you don't go to school and you you don't go, go to school coming knowing everything right like even trust me like even the the people that teach like the lecturers the professors they don't come knowing everything they also learn from the students like as, as unless they're not like if they're good if they're good at what they do like teaching they should also be able to learn from the students no matter what it is they're teaching it's also a learning experience for them if it's not a learning experience for them it should at least be a relearning experience for them having to experience this where your professor is going to or something and then they take pause like ah, how do you do this again because what is being they probably not taught that course for the last six years and then they have to teach it now because the, the other professor that is there is on maternity leave yeah it's just like <laughs> hypothetical situation yeah, yeah. It's, it's not, it's not <laughs> hypothetical but real life example yeah, it could <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah exactly so yeah so i mean what about the other part of it now like what did you hate the most about school? You know, uh, maybe maybe the ar- arrangement, the maybe the mode of teaching, or what was it that you hated the most? I mean, personally, from my experience, was um, I'll say to be so for my school, it's like I needed to get a certain number of credits right um semester hours so yeah and then of course it's, yeah you need to get a certain number of semester hours i think there's 120 and then also you need to take all the core classes in your own like department like your own major and then you need to take like gen ed courses right and then you know combination of all those get 120 hours and then for me it just came so far like man i'm done with all this I've taken classes from the core requirements. I've taken classes from my department, but then still, I need like to make up with like eight out eight you know credit hours to to graduate. So I think for me, it's just like I feel like I've experienced. I like I've chosen the classes I like. I mean, the ones that I didn't really like, I've chosen them because it's core requirements. So I'll just say it's like I wish I had the opportunity to explore other classes that were not necessarily being offered. Um. But I think I think that was it for me. That's that's one aspect that I did not like. Uh, I guess a more a less like academic reason would be the fact that my school was in the middle of nowhere. I did not like that. <laughs> it, it was really like it was really in the in the trenches, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard to like it was hard to find things to do mm. in the town itself. Like um well overall, like I'm so grateful for the experience. Um like Will I do it again? Uh, most likely, but it was still it was still nice because I think that environment definitely made those of us that were stuck there to be to be really close to. We definitely found the bond. Like when you need when you need a ride somewhere, you're definitely going to be friends with someone that has a car, right? Like <laughs> so, like that that kind of. I mean, that's not the only reason, but just because like we we mostly didn't have other places to go, or it's just like a lot more work to like go to like a slightly bigger city just to like eat better food because I think that town had like what like six seven restaurants and like only one was like 
the only ones that will go, look forward to go to just because like, they have better food. But that's just an example. Um, but yeah, overall, it's just a great experience. Um, we tried other things that, that were not as pleasant, but it can't, they, they, they kind of make it from my memory right now. It's okay. <laughs> it's because of the FIFA, you know, you're losing. <laughs> <laughs> Like, uh, we, we love connection. <laughs> so, just as we were talking earlier, you mentioned something about education is not all about having to, you know, go into the school to all get the certificate. That there are some people that you can even uh, people are employing self-taught people now, like some companies are employing self-taught people. But and can you give any advice, you know, for? anyone that is like planning to succeed in education now made it doesn't mean that's whether it is in self-taught or in the uni like are there any advice that you can give so given that you are someone who definitely succeeded in education well yes um thanks for the compliment my guy i'm not gonna overlook that <laughs> yeah thanks bro but um i say advice is um man honestly i think I, I don't I don't know what like without any putting it in any other priority, I would say definitely like talk to people, network, like network as much as you can. Um be with your professors, be with your classmates. Um uh, it's very important. Like for example, like when I finished my master's degree, um I was looking for jobs, I ended up getting one. But then after I got my job I started for like a few weeks. I still had like recruiters reaching out to me like, hey, we have this position open. You would think you'd be a great fit. But then I just started what, you know, I just started my current job. And I, and I, and I, I mean, I was early into the job. I'm like, I like the job so far. Like, I have no reason to quit, right? But then you have these recruiters messaging me like a lot, like two to three recruiters. Messaging you where? And I, well, on LinkedIn. So they're messaging me, giving me like, you know, telling me about other open roles. So I had to tell, like, for example, I told a few of them, like, hey, like, I just started this job here. I, I'm not interested in a position. However, I have someone that is still in the job market, and I think you'd be a, equally be a great fit. You know, like, I'm not saying, like, I'm, I won't be a, yeah, I'll be a great fit. I know. That's why you're reaching out, right? But also, like, I have someone that will equally be a great fit. And that's how, like, you know, I connected the Shikrita with my friend that we went to grad school, and we did lots of, like, projects together. And yeah, this, he got the job. I'm like, yeah, bro, you're welcome. Like that's just an example of networking. Um, so this someone like if five months before then, if you had asked him like, yo, this guy, if you told him like, yo, this guy will get you a job, no way he would think so, right? That he was, he was just doing his own thing, but you know, like the opportunity came. So that's just an example of how networking is, is useful. Um, second thing would be, depending on what you're studying, self-taught, whatever, um, put put your stuff out there, like especially if you're in a technical field, like um, you know, especially like something that has to do with coding. Definitely put your stuff out there. Put it on. Build a portfolio. If you're into architecture, build a portfolio of your design. Whatever it is that has to do with you showcasing your work, right? As you know, whatever it is, I feel like whatever you do, you can put out your work. Um, except, I mean, disclaimer. Except if you're into like something like health sciences, you know, you did. Uh, some surgery thing. Don't go be putting stitches <laughs> out there. <laughs> like, don't go put like someone's face with the stitches. I mean, you can still make it work, but I think showcase showcase what you do, right? And try to figure out um, 
Like, what do you want to do with whatever you said? Talk to people that have been in that particular path, right? And see what you can learn from them. See what advice they can give you. And I, I didn't forget this advice that I gave on the last one. But yeah, do whatever your parents tell you to do. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> just, I mean, they tell you good stuff, obviously. Um, but yeah, I think definitely those, those are... Those are a few things that can definitely get you on the right track uh, or keep you on the right track, whatever your case may be. Yeah. So I, I guess, I mean, I guess we've definitely had a great conversation. And I mean, the, you know, the, the main aim is just hoping that anybody who hears this will be able to pick something from the conversation that will get, you know, get him or her thinking and trying to see, okay, I want to succeed in education. Uh, what Sambo has said, you know, maybe I need to, you know, open a LinkedIn account and get recruiters reaching out to me too, <laughs> or something oh, of that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's all networking, right? Like, yeah. yeah, definitely. That's what the that's what the platform is there for. Um, yeah, so it's also part of like putting yourself out there. Um, whatever it may be, it might not be because you're looking for someone to hire you. It may be because you have your own business. All right, how do you market that business to your potential clients, your potential customers? Um, so. It's all part of putting yourself out there. Yeah. Someone was trying to get a job and then he applied and then they were like, okay, where's your LinkedIn profile? He was like, I don't have any. <laughs> they were like, sorry, well, we, we can't employ you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a sign. Like, when, especially when they ask you, that's a sign. Like, yo, go create a LinkedIn profile. Like, go do what you need to do. Like, don't just be like, no, I don't have it. Especially it's something you can do, right? It's not like they're asking you, like, yo, where do you certificate in this? Right? Is there a certificate you can get in one day or is there a certificate that takes two years? Um, I guess you, you know what to do with that information. But, yeah. Man, it has been a, been a great conversation, man. Uh, do you have any, like, uh, social media platform that people can reach out to you on maybe to get some more educational advice or something? <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. It's, it's always a great conversation, Bootke. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess LinkedIn. You can you can find me Sambo Amaza. Um, you can just put like you can just put in no space at the end of like the LinkedIn. You know, you can like my personalized URL. You can use that. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. Sambo underscore JNR for Junior. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, shush. Okay, so yeah, I mean, <laughs> there you go. I mean, you can always anybody can always hit you up, you know, to ask some more questions. But I really hope yeah, people. Yeah, just be like you're from you're from the you're from the with friends. I was like, yeah, I think I, think I know who goes by. I, I think I know who the person. <laughs> so there you go. I mean, this is Sambo Amaza here. We've we've had a very I mean a very casual conversation here. 